0: Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Again, I have two great clips from two different uh, school boards, one from Brady Wine and the other is from a school board. I forget the name of it, um, but that was the one I talked about yesterday with the woman who stood up against CRT. Uh, That one is a great, great narrative that I want to share with all of you today because It is a former detective and mom um, basically calling out a teacher, telling her eight-year-old son that it's okay to keep secrets. And she just totally busts up the narrative in a very, very great, um, precise manner. And I really want to bring this to all of your attention. Uh, The other video is from a leftist. And it's always kind of interesting now that when you look through society, tell me that you're a leftist without telling me you're a leftist, and it's the mask, right? And so before this gentleman speaks, he takes off his mask, and then he continues down the road of the school violating the children's First Amendment rights. He cites a couple Supreme Court cases, and again, it goes into saying that these parents are standing up against the LGBTQ community, and that's all you hear, that's all the rebuttal is right now, is that we are violating the rights of that community, and it's not. And So I will continue to expose that hot garbage and call it out because that's not why the parents are standing up. They're standing up because they're sexually explicit books, regardless of who you want to be in bed with that are in these school libraries, and we all can agree that they should not be in there. Nobody said anything about an LGBTQ book being in the school library. It's these sexually explicit books, but again, they just continue to push and kick and scream like two-year-old children that that is the reason why these parents are standing up, and like we said time and time again, I can care less with who you want to be in a relationship with, This is America, but you should not be grooming these kids. These teachers should not be grooming these kids. These teachers and administration should not be indoctrinating these kids and telling them it's okay to be binary and transgender and everything else, especially when the parents are kept in the dark about the situation. That's why we're standing up against all of this. So I want to bring to all of your attention right now, the first video. Let me see if I can bring it up right now and we'll get right into the narrative. Here it is.
1: So this just, is my first time. At one of these I know. If you, you just tell. let us know your name, please. And we're. my you name live. is
2: Matthew. Uh, I'm live in Wyndham. Um, I know you all are entering into an executive session after this to speak to legal counsel about the issue. Um, you'll probably cover all this. Uh, Supreme Court precedent in Pico versus Island Tree School District found in 1982 that a school board violated students First Amendment rights by restricting access to specific social ideas and political perspectives when the school board voted to remove a list of books from the school library. Justice Brennan specifically designated the library as especially suited to the recognition of First Amendment rights as a place of voluntary inquiry. That means that the students can walk in and choose for themselves. It is not designated by curriculum. It is not designated by anyone. It's a matter of their own personal freedom and choice to determine what they want to read and learn about. Voluntary and free being the point. According to the current policy, IJJ, a parent already has the freedom to restrict access to materials for their own children. What is being sought is the power for this group to restrict access to all students and bypassing every other parent and student's right to the freedom to decide for themselves. It is important to understand in all this that there is a specific group of people and ideas being targeted here. It's not a secret. Transgender and non-binary kids and those who love them are the target. According to the Trevor Project, in 2021, more than 50% of trans and non-binary youth seriously considered suicide and one in five actually attempted suicide. Acceptance by a variety of adults reduced the risk of suicide by between 32 and 43% among trans and non-binary youth. That means having a teacher or a parent or a peer who accepted them reduced the risk of suicide by 32 to 43%. Imagine knowing that with your own children that there is a greater than 50% chance that they are currently contemplating suicide and a greater than one in five chance that they will actually attempt suicide. And just keep that knowledge in your heart for a moment and think about what it feels like. Now imagine that the way that you can drastically reduce that risk is by following the advice of every medical and psychological organization and just affirming, accepting, and loving them like any parent should their own kids. That's all that it takes. Now think what type of message does it send to these children, to these students, to their families, when a school board will take the advice, which targets them explicitly and remove representation of that group from their entire school life. What does it say that anything associated with their inner life must be behind a black curtain and a special access only? Does it send a message of affirmation? Does it send a message of support? Would you feel supported if your own life were hidden behind a black curtain? Thank you.
0: So again, their, their narrative continues to be that these parents are standing up against the LGBTQ community. And that's just not the case. It's about sexually explicit books being in these libraries, even heterosexual Sexually explicit book. So, excuse me, with that being said, let's let's talk about, you know, so if we're going to allow every single piece of material into these school libraries, regardless of where they come from, who is written, what graphic images, are we just going to open up the floodgates and allow like Playboy magazine, Hustler, Penthouse, all that kind of pornographic material in the books? Hey, we're talking about freedom of speech. So where's the line? That, that's the question that we're asking right now. And that's where common sense solutions should come up. Now, if there is a book in the school library um, that teaches, you know, a certain ideology, you know, religion, you know, conversation, a struggle in the past. I, I get all that. I mean, those those are fine as long as they're not. Sexually explicit books, as long as they're not grooming the kids, as long as they're not doing those things. And I think most parents would be like, okay. And uh, those are the things that we have to continue to stand up for and question and have intelligent conversations about, which brings me to the next video of this former detective mom um, who really just destroys this narrative of these teachers saying and telling these kids that it's okay to keep secrets. And so let's watch this, uh, this young lady just drop the mic um, on the school board.
1: I'd like to thank this sporting superintendent for listening to parents and making tremendous progress with our athletic programs. Yes, I have been watching and paying attention. Many of us have, and we have we truly appreciate everything that you guys are doing and striving for. But tonight I am here with purpose and not for popularity. So many have said to me what a great district and board we have, and I tend to agree. However, many, how many actually know what's going on in our schools and with education? Well, I am absolutely here to enlighten you. I've provided you with an email assignment that my son, who attends uh, Lance Cruz North, received in his social studies class. It's called Getting to Know You Email Assignment. The majority of the content is relevant and can truly help teachers establish some rapport with their students. If you turn to page two, birth name. Okay, you know what? I get it. I was a detective for eight years before I retired and went to my current department. And a lot of times we would ask, do you like this name? Do you want me to call you something else? Okay, I get it. As you move on to the additional topics to speak about, your preferred pronoun. Now, I don't care how you think or know what you are or aren't because that is your life. And at the end of the day, acceptance starts from within one's self. However, why is anybody soliciting my child or any child? Is this truly building rapport or is this a mental and medical health evaluation? Things that are saved for properly licensed and trained medical professionals, not our teachers. These conversations are best left to the parent and child relationship. And a child that feels that connection with any teacher that decides to share that information with the teacher, that teacher should be proud of it because they truly made a connection. This is not something that should be forced into our educational realm while it has no bearing on what our teachers are meant to do, and that's teach. Our teachers truly trying to take the place of us parents. Now on to the second matter at hand. Every day I ask my boys, what did you learn at school? And normally it's nothing. <laughs> until my eight-year-old son said to me, My teacher told me it's okay to keep secrets. Now, I want to ask the members of this board, and I know you won't answer, how many of you have actually taken a child rape report? Has any board member heard a forensic interview conducted by Kids Speak or Care House? And for those of you that don't know what that is, these are special places that interview victims of sexual assault, child victims. I have. Many times it starts with inappropriate touching and petting that is our secret as special friends. Then it leads to threats and harm and beyond once sexual penetration is achieved and innocence is lost. The most vulnerable ages for sexual abuse, according to Rain, is ages 7 to 13, with the average age of sexual assault victim being nine. While I don't think my son's teacher is doing him any harm, how is my eight-year-old hearing this from a teacher that he knows, cares about, and trusts, going to be able to discern and decipher the full content and the meaning of what has been told to him, especially when someone intends to do him harm, especially learning that it's okay to keep secrets? Pray tell what secrets are being kept from us parents. How else are parents being betrayed? And I say that because actions speak louder than words. These actions concern me and parents like me. I'm just the parent that has the courage to speak up. In closing, Mr. Superintendent, you can put me on that return call list. You can pencil me in tonight because I would really like to hear how you intend on keeping my children and children like mine safe from the nonsense and irrelevant propaganda. Thank you. Wow,
0: mic drop, just well said. Again, I like to share these videos because it gives people information, it gives people a narrative. So when you stand up against your school board, you can take each part of these basically school board meetings that we're exposing and you can build your own narrative and then you can go there with this information. That's how we do it. A collective group. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And this former detective, mom slash, I think she's a current police officer, um, mic drop. Unbelievable information. You could feel the passion in her voice off previous experience. And she just hit the nail On the head completely. So thank you so much for standing up. Um, Just fantastic, fantastic, fantastic information for all of us to understand and hear regardless of what side of the aisle that you're on. So that's what I had today, folks. Please continue to share. Again, when you see that you can donate a digital gift to these platforms, the stars, um, if you like the content that we're producing, it helps us continue to expand because that's my whole job now is to continue to get this information out, continue to build these platforms so this grassroots army that we're building together can expand and inspire others. Again, you never know. The power of one may lead to the power of many. All right. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And of course, and always, God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon.